This podcast is brought to you by real-life captioned eroticas. Check the link in the description for the sexy, visualized stories of your dreams. Welcome to my friend's erotic stories podcast, Reddit's best erotica, where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online. Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness. Go check out our links in the description and listen to more of our podcast that might be more to your liking. Now sit back and enjoy this very hot episode of My Friend's Erotic Stories. The next story is posted by Reddit user Leslie Bennett. The title of the story is First Doctor's Visit. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the story. I'm nervous. This will be my first ever physical checkup. My parents were the type of hippies who didn't believe in vaccinations, doctors, and the government. We lived out in the woods, away from others, without modern technology and the internet. It was a simple life. We ate what we grew, and we all pitched in to help out. But that life just wasn't for me. I could never stop myself from wondering what was out there. What I was missing. I didn't have much to go on. But my brothers would tell me stories. Meant to scare me away from the world. But all it did was make me curious. So. When I turned 18 and my parents weren't allowed to make me stay. I applied to college. I didn't get in the first time because I didn't have papers. Transcripts. Or any of the needed paperwork to apply to college. But my mom helped me out behind my dad's back. She grew up in the world. Was a regular gal until she met my dad. So she knew all the proper ways to handle getting me into college. Plus it didn't hurt that even with my upbringing I'd always loved to read and was very smart already. Here I am now, getting ready to have my first ever doctor's visit so that I have proof of life to get my ID. My name is called and I fidget with my hands as I walk into the room. The doctor isn't there yet, and the nurse urges me to sit on a chair-looking thing with a paper sheet over it. They took my vitals at a station outside and the nurse moves over to a computer to copy them in there. She smiles at me as she leaves and some of the nerves disappear. She seems confident this will go well. So why am I being nervous? The doctor walks in a little later with a clipboard in his hands, eyes on it, as he sits on a rolling black stool. I'm Dr. Magnum. I'll be doing your checkup today. He says smiling at me. I see here that you've never been to the doctors before. He asks. No, my parents don't believe in doctors and pills and stuff. I tell him, fidgeting with my hands again. He looks around 30 good-looking face, a strong build, and big hands. He doesn't look like he should be a doctor, but this is my first time ever seeing one so what do I know? Okay, and you're just here for a routine checkup. It says so here, but it's always good to double-check, he says, smiling at me again. Is there usually this much smiling in a doctor's appointment? I don't think there's any reason to be. Yep, just need you to sign off on my health, and that I'm alive so that I can get my ID. I answer, pulling at the meat between my thumb and forefinger. Okay, well the nurse already took your vitals, and they all seem normal. Your blood is still in the lab, and it will take a few days to be done, and your urine sample is in the lab and should be ready by the time I get done here. So all that's left is the physical, he says, putting his clipboard down and removing the stethoscope from around his neck. He comes toward me while rolling the stool underneath him and it makes me want to giggle for some odd reason. I stifle it as best as I can when he's right in front of me. What's that for? I ask. Giggle forgotten in the face of him coming towards me with a tool. It's to check your heart. He answers, stopping a step in front of me. 
Not yet between my legs but if he took two more steps forward he would be. What are you checking for? I asked, fidgeting with my hands again. Are you nervous, Ms. Reagan? Dr. Magnum asks. Yes, I've never done this before, and it just all seems a little scary. I know that I shouldn't be but I can't help it. It's my first time. I mumble, looking down at my hands. You don't. Dr. Magnum starts but his voice is deeper than it was before, and he clears before continuing. You don't have to be nervous, but I understand the impulse. Everything is scary the first time you do it. How about I talk you through it so that you know exactly what I'm doing at all times? I nod my head. Okay, I'm going to check your heart. Make sure there are no irregular beats or anything to be concerned about, he says, putting the earbuds in his ears and pulling the loose cotton shirt I'm wearing down towards my breast. He places the stethoscope on my chest, right above my breast, and closes his eyes, as if listening for something really quiet. His eyes open and they stay glued to my chest, looking at what he's hearing. I assume. Okay. He says as if pulling himself out of a trance. Now I'm going to do it to the back. He moves the stethoscope to my back this time and has me take a deep breath. The motion pushes my chest out and my large breasts almost graze his chest since he's so close. I expect him to be looking at my back like he did when he checked the front, but he's still looking at my chest. Good. He says, voice deeper again. Another. I take another deep breath, but this time he pushes closer to me right as I do causing his chest to graze again my breasts. I don't know too much about anatomy so when I feel a tingle shoot from my breast into my stomach, my eyes widen. What are you feeling? He asks me, voice even deeper than before. It's like, I stop, not knowing exactly how to explain. A heat shot through me, from my breasts to my stomach. Is that bad? I ask, afraid something wrong with me. No, that's natural. But whenever you feel that heat again, I want you to tell me, okay. You'll be feeling that a lot throughout this session, he says. Okay, I agree. I'm going to need you to remove your shirt, he says next. But he looks as if he's about to say more but I just take it off quickly. He looks shocked for a moment, and I wonder why but then his eyes move over my body instead. Did your parents ever have the talk with you? He asks, but his eyes aren't on mine. They are glued to my chest. What's the talk? I ask, which probably gives him his answer. You know, about your body and how others are supposed to touch you. He asks, my mama told me about my special time of the month, but not about how the other thing. Is there some special way others are supposed to touch me? I ask. He looks like I just gave him the last piece of pheasant pie, but his voice is back to normal when he answers me. No, it's just a way only doctors are supposed to touch you, is all. Everyone else is not supposed to touch you like I am. Okay. He asks, tilting my chin up to look me in the eyes. I've never heard of a doctor's way of touching, and I hate that I don't know something. Just another thing that my parents have kept from me. Okay, I agree. Now, I'm going to inspect your breast. Okay. He asks, eyes locked to my chest again. What are you searching for? I ask, as his hands come up to my bra. Huh? He asks, looking like the deer do when they get caught in dad's headlights. Oh. Lumps to signify breast cancer. He says quickly. Okay. I reply, sticking my chest out so he has better reach. He starts to squeeze them. Thumbs rubbing over my nipples and suddenly I'm feeling the heat again but more powerful. And this time, it's not stopping at my belly, but moving all the way to my vagina. Heat, I tell him in a gasp. I can't control my breathing while he's touching me like this. But it's, I gasp again when his thumb and forefinger pinch down on my left breast. It's what? He asks, smiling at me again. But this time it's cockier. It's different. I answer, barely able to get the words out of my mouth with how good it feels. I'm not sure it's supposed to feel good. This is the doctor's after all. 
But earlier he said that heat was normal. So maybe this one is too. How so? He asks. His fingers don't stop their constant assault on my nipples. He's rolling them between his fingers now. So I find it hard to talk. It's going further down now. I say, arching my chest into his hands. To where? He asks. To my vagina. I answer. He looks down there but I still have shorts on so I'm not sure what he's looking for. Do you feel anything else there? He asks with a particularly harsh pinch of my nipples. Yes, I pant. It's throbbing. Like an ache. And I feel slippery. Wet. Good. He says. Voice so deep that it sends a shiver down my spine and my vagina throbs again. Do you know what grown women call their vaginas? He asks me. No, I answer. But I want to know now. Another thing my parents have kept from me. They call them pussies. Do you want to be a woman? Do you want a pussy? He asks. Yes, I answer. I am 18 now. In the eyes of the law, I am an adult. But nothing about me has changed, physically or mentally. And I want something to change, to prove that I am indeed a woman now. Not just the little girl who's been tricked by her parents for years. Say it then. He tells me. My pussy is throbbing and wet. I reply. He groans after I say it. And I don't know why. But then he puts his mouth on my nipple and sucks like a calf would its mama's teat. What? I gasp because his mouth is hot and wet and it feels really good. It makes my pussy release more wetness. What are you doing? I ask. I'm. He says as he looks up at me. Uh, I'm checking the consistency of your nipples. I don't know what that means but he's the doctor for a reason. He switches to the other one. And after a bit of sucking, he bites it causing me to thrust my chest farther towards his face. The pain not even registering as the heat goes straight to my pussy. He then licks the slight sting away and pulls back to look me in the eyes. Mine are probably big right now because I have no idea what's happening to my body. And I know that they are a light shade of brown. Almost the same as a deer. Check your mouth. He mumbles but I barely hear it or have time to respond because suddenly his lips are on mine. I do know what a kiss is. I've read about them in books before and I'm not sure if you're supposed to do it with your doctor but he said he was checking my mouth. So I let him open my mouth when his tongue pushes against my lips. It feels strange at first because I'm trying to fight the pleasure working through me. Feeling weird that it's my doctor who's causing it. But then he bites my lip and I stop resisting and let him check my mouth. His tongue goes everywhere. And it feels good, causing the heat to shoot to my pussy again. He pulls back from my mouth and looks down my body. And I can't help but look down his as well. There's a noticeable bulge in the front of his jeans that wasn't there when he first came in. It's time to inspect the rest of you, he says. Remove your shorts. I immediately do as he says again, pushing my shorts down my thighs, then picking them up and placing them on top of my shirt. Panties too, he says, but it sounds more like the growl of a dog than actual words. Are you okay, doctor? Do you need anything? Your voice sounds different, I ask, concerned for him. He's done nothing but be nice to me and now there might be something wrong with him. Yeah, he says. Clearing his throat, I'm fine. Now that you're good and naked for me, I'm gonna need you to lie back, he says. Placing his hand between my breasts to lightly push me down. Now, slide your ass to the edge of the bed, he instructs. What's an ass? I ask, not familiar with the word. He looks shocked, but answers anyway. It's just a curse word. It means but. Though, my parents didn't use curse words. Said they were of the devil. I reply, doing as he'd previously instructed. Sliding my ass to the edge of the bed a thought pops into my head. Should you be using curse words with a patient? I ask. You're a special patient, he says. It means I trust you to keep what goes on in here between us. So you have other special patients? I ask. No, actually, you're my first and only one. 
He says, I wonder if it's because I'm the only one who's from such circumstances and he feels bad for me. But then his hand touches my pussy and I forget about my woe. What are you doing now? I ask. He'd said he'd walk me through it so I don't get nervous again. And so far it's been helping. I'm testing the strength of your clitoris. He answers. Is it supposed to be making the heat again? I ask just to make sure. Yes, this is supposed to make lots of heat. And it's going to make juices flow from here. He says. Rubbing a finger over my hole. And if I do it just right. I'll make a whole bunch of juice pour from there and a whole bunch of heat goes through your body. And you'll feel so good. Do you want that, Amy? Do you want to feel good? He asks. The first time he's called me by my first name. His finger is a steady pressure around my clitoris and I can't seem to think. Can't do anything but moan. So I shout the only thing in my head. Yes, 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 yes. S-H-H, baby. You've got to keep quiet for me. I know it's going to be hard with how good you're gonna feel. But you've got to be quiet, he says. Finger moving faster over my clitoris. I don't even notice that he calls me baby. I don't notice that he's undoing his trousers. I don't notice anything as his finger moves faster and faster over my clitoris, causing my moans to turn into one long, drawn-out one that I bite my lip to suppress, trying to keep quiet as he asked me to. I'm going to test the stretchness of your hole now, he says. And I can't say anything because his finger is still moving so fast and I can feel something build inside me. A heat more powerful than anything I've ever felt. And it's creating a big ball like it's going to explode. He puts a finger inside my hole and moves it around, experimentally. Still moving his other hand over my clitoris. And the heat ball gets bigger. Then he adds another finger, moves them around some and he hits some spot inside me and that heat ball explodes. And I feel amazing. So good. The best I've ever felt and keeping quiet is suddenly the hardest thing I've ever had to do. But I bite my lip and shake on the bed, just to stay silent, because he asked me to. And at that moment, I would do anything and everything he asked of me. It feels like it lasts forever. The pleasure of what just happened, and by the time it's over, I'm tired. When I come back to myself Dr. Magnum has his penis inside me and is moving back and forth in a fast motion. It's making a slapping sound. But I can't pay much attention because the second I realize he's inside me, I also feel the pleasure again. Whatever Dr. Magnum is doing feels even better than what he did before the heat ball exploded. And I can feel another one forming. It gets bigger and bigger. And I can't hold in my moans anymore. But I do my best to keep them quiet. He's saying things, too. My pussy. I'm the first to take it. And I'll be the last. So tight. Fuck. It's so good. Glad you came in. So naive, so sexy, but his words don't register in my brain. It's so hazy and fuzzy. I feel like I'm floating and his penis keeps hitting this spot inside me. The same one his fingers found earlier. That's making me see stars. But one word does register through my foggy haze. It's whispered directly in my ear. And I don't know what it means but the way he says it has my body automatically reacting. Come, I shake apart. Heat ball exploding inside me again and it feels even stronger than the first one. Like someone is taking a burning hot pole and pulling it out of me, from my toes, and brain, and out through my pussy. It's so amazing. I don't fade out this time. But I can't do anything to stop Dr. Magnum when he pulls me off the bed and onto my knees on the floor. Do you know what a cock is? He asks as he strokes his penis very fast. I shake my head no. Too foggy to reply with words. This is a cock, he says, pointing to his penis. And it's going to come all over that pretty, innocent face of yours. Do you want that? He asks me. I don't know what I want but I know that he wants me to say yes, so I do. 
Yes, then beg for it. Say I want your cum from your big cock, Dr. Magnum. I want your cum from your big cock, I say. And my mama taught me to be polite so I add with my best o eyes. Pretty please Dr. Magnum. His eyes go wide and suddenly he's squirting a white, hot, liquid onto my face from his cock. I open my mouth in curiosity to taste it. And he looks at me like I'm a gift before he's squirting more on my tongue. It tastes salty and kind of bitter. But I like it so I swallow it and then try to lick the rest off my face but my tongue isn't long enough. I've got you, Dr. Magnum says, getting on his knees in front of me and licking my face clean. I think he likes the taste too, but then he kisses me and I take the cum from his tongue, swallowing it as he maps my mouth with his tongue. Okay, he says, standing up and pulling me up with him. That concludes today's checkup. You can put on your clothes now. I get my clothes, and I'm slipping on my last shoe when Dr. Magnum comes up behind me hands on my waist and mouth by my ear. It sends an electric current through my body the second he touches me. You're not going to let anyone else touch you like this right. You remember this is only how doctors touch you right. And I'm your only doctor, he says in my ear. Yes, I answer, wishing he touched me somewhere other than over my clothes. Good, he says, walking away from me, leaving me cold and wanting, but for what I don't know. The nurse will set up your next appointment. That was one hot sexy story from our friends. Make sure to subscribe and check the links down below to be notified for daily episodes that would make your day a few times spicier as we listen to our friends erotic stories.